It's another fine day at Camp Dynasty. I am Counselor Austin, joined by Counselor Colin. And it's draft week, baby. What's going on? Oh my god, we made it. I didn't know if the world was going to end before we got here, but we finally got to draft week. We we get to to see these guys get selected by actual NFL teams in a matter of days. Man, it's there's always a surreal feeling around this time of the year where you think back to last year when you were like, man, like the draft just ended and you're like, man, we got to wait a whole year for this again. And then it's here. It's like, oh my God, it's like three days away. So we made it, man. I mean, like you said, campers growing up real fast. Yeah, they sure are. I mean, like you said, it, it feels like forever away when you get done with it and then it comes so fast. <laughs> it's just here, man. Well, so like I've said for the last couple weeks, if you've been listening, you know what's happening today. Well, you, you know anyway, because it's in the title of the episode. It's a mock draft, but it's not a dynasty mock draft. It is an NFL mock draft because this is draft week. We are soaking in the excitement. There is so much draft content to be consumed that it makes me physically ill but we're here to we're here to add some of our own into that mix this week and it's because man it's just fun as hell it's the nfl draft baby man the takes that i am starting to hear i mean the the week or so leading up to the draft is generally like smoke screen season when reports just start coming out that haven't even had a trace the last four months and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's falling. It's like, okay, yeah, we'll see about that. And so, yeah, we'll we'll talk about, you know, those players when they come up. We'll, we'll be like, is this smoke or is this not? That's a good transition right into it because it's there. the smoke is flying right now. And it's our job to figure out what is real, what is smoke, and what is going to happen on Thursday night. This is a predictive mock draft, first round mock draft. So based on everything that we've heard, maybe a little bit of a gut feeling inserted into here, what do we think is going to happen? And man, I mean, like you were just saying, it's getting as crazy as it's ever been. I think it was very like, you know, this draft's kind of wide open. I don't really know. And now it's like, it seems like all bets are off. So we got our work cut out for us today. Um, but I'm excited to try it out and see see where we go. Uh, you are controlling the first pick of the draft, Colin. Do you want to talk about the big news now or should we wait? Oh, the big news. Yes. Uh, let's wait. We'll, okay. we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah. there. We'll wait till we get to pick three. Then we can talk about the Cardinals New Jersey's. Uh, yeah, that's the big that's that's the one. It's a headliner. Story. <laughs> okay, so uh first pick is controlled by the Panthers via Chicago in the big blockbuster draft trade where, you know, DJ Moore comes over to Chicago. Um I assume they're going quarterback here. You don't trade that kind of a haul if you're not going to go quarterback. Uh our top guys we have heard exhausting amounts of information about and odds are this is going to be Bryce Young 
Uh, latest uh, odds that I saw were like minus a thousand for Bryce Young to go at number one, and uh, I'm not going to argue with the sports books when it's that pronounced. But again, it's smoke screen season, and not too long ago this was up in the air. So I don't know how much of this is set in stone and how much of of this is like agents leaking things. But I never understood smoke screening the number one pick. Because nobody's going to, like, jump you and take your guy. So I think this is Bryce Young. Yeah, I think we were – we had a fun with it while it lasted. I think there was a lot of opinions about, you know, oh, they're going to do Stroud. My lemon pepper take a few weeks ago was they're going Stroud. Well, I'm already wrong on my coldest take of the <laughs> whole thing. So, yeah, I, I think you're you're spot on with this. I think we've it's just a matter of time now until Bryce Young is a Carolina Panther. I agree. So that puts me on the clock at two for the Houston Texans. This is not at all uh, anything that we know. We we in fact know very little. We uh, there are many different reports on what is happening with this pick. Uh, you know, they don't like CJ Stroud, but they're going to take a quarterback and it's Will Levis. They don't like any of the quarterbacks. So they're going to take an edge rusher, but they're not going to take Will Anderson. They're going to take Tyree Wilson. There's all sorts of smoke getting pumped out with this pick. Maybe like you said, you know, smoke doesn't really work at one. Maybe Houston's trying to get a team to jump up. Maybe they're trying to move down. Uh, if they really are interested in one of these edge rushers, so at this point, I'm looking at some teams. I'm thinking about, you know, who might want to jump up to this number two pick. Is it the Colts? Do they want to get in front of it, get their pick of the draft after Bryce Young? Is it Tennessee? A lot of, lot of reports that they're now interested in moving up. Ryan Tannehill is being shopped actively. We know that they're looking to move on. Um or is it a wild card team? Is it Seattle? Is it Detroit? Is it, you know, any number of these teams? So I don't think they're going to trade it. And I also think they're going to take a quarterback. And I think they're going to take CJ Stroud. Mm. Because it just. I, I don't know where we fell off the wagon with Stroud. I mean, it seemed like there was a lot of positive momentum for him that just sort of suddenly took a left turn, and now we don't really hear the name. Uh, and when we do, it's all negative. So I'm not buying it, but I might have already ruined the mock draft, Colin. What do you think of this pick? Well, uh, you know, C.J. Stroud was my QB1. Until I saw his S, uh, until I saw his S2 score. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a column in my draft grades for uh, S2 scores now for Dynasty. Yeah. So yeah. very so, important stuff. Yeah, it's heavily weighted. I mean, the 18%, it just takes them completely off. So I don't understand this pick. For, no. Uh, I Yeah, this is what I think they should do. I think uh, CJ Stroud might be getting pushed down a little bit. Uh, that's kind of what smoke is for. So you can either like slander a prospect to get them to fall to you at a pick, or you can, uh, you know, gas somebody up and be able to take them. And then you won't be slandered by the outside media. So I, I think that 
Stroud would be great here. I think he'd be a nice fit. Uh, so, yeah, give me give me CJ Stroud here. I don't hate it. I will say before we move on, it does make sense that D'Amico Ryan's would want to come in and grab a defensive cornerstone. It does. So, yeah, I don't think it's you know if if they did go edge, I would not be shocked. But I'm locking in C.J. Stroud. Okay, locking in C.J. Stroud. So Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. This is a very interesting spot because this is a prime trade down candidate because they have Kyler, and I believe Kyler's the present and future of the franchise. I mean, I, I'm a Kyler defender through and through. I know you are as well. Um, and if they were to trade down, they could potentially get a 24 first. And if they're not thrilled with Kyler, they could have more ammo to throw at next year's class with Drake May and Caleb Williams. So the trade partner is where it gets interesting because now we have two quarterbacks off the board. And you got to think that a team uh, I would have to be in love with Will Levis or Anthony Richardson if they were going to make the trade up to pick three. Or they would have to be, you know, uh, oh, Will Will Anderson fell to three. We, we got we to gotta go get him. You know, like I think that's the two scenarios. Hmm. So what do I think the new blood in the front office of Arizona is going to do? Will they trade down or will they go get their guy, their cornerstone, and move forward with that? Can I offer a possible scenario? Okay, uh, sure. I don't control the team, so I can't make you a trade offer. Sure, I, I'd love to hear it out. But what do you think about Tennessee? Right. This is that. So what? What the teams that I were I was thinking to trade up are Tennessee. It is. I've heard some some stuff about Minnesota, which I think is interesting, and then Detroit are the three. So Detroit wouldn't have to go far to move up from six. Uh, 11 is where Tennessee is at. And then Minnesota would have to come all the way up from 23. So I don't see that happening. I just, I, I feel like if I was the GM, the new GM in Arizona, I wouldn't want my first move as GM to be trade down and not get an elite piece on my new team like don't get the shiny new toy what do you what do you think about that so my the counter to that is that this team arizona is completely devoid yeah it it, you know this is the definition of a rebuild from the ground up you have kyler murray and you don't really have anything else around that uh, you have players that want to leave. There's question marks with Kyler. You don't really know what's going on. So in this scenario, you move down, you pick up potentially a first-round pick next year and maybe a little bit more with a team like Tennessee. Because to get from 11-3, to 3, I think you're going a 2024-1. 
and maybe a later pick in this draft. And if you're Arizona, you probably can still get a tackle at 11, which is, you know, one of the biggest needs this team has. And you get ammo for next year. So I think it makes sense for them. The question is, does Tennessee like Will Levis enough to make this move? Because I think that's who they're going up for. Yeah, because then because I feel like the world knows that Will Levis is a cult, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. so if you want Will Levis, you're going to have to get into the top three, and it's a division rival, right? So, oh man, it makes a lot of sense. Should we call it into league office? Let's call it in. Let's call it in. So we're going to go Tennessee Titans, who uh, apparently, per PFF, don't want this pick. (laughs) Uh, We're going to take 11, 24 first, and let's say... You you think it takes 72, or you think you can get away with... I was thinking 147 is their their next pick, but I don't know. I feel like this is a – let's say 72. Let's go on the safe side. I think, I think let's say 72. I mean, yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So future one and a three this year. Yes. All right. And then we're taking Will Levis. Because that's the oh. only reason you make that move. Right. Yep. I, I, someone's going to do this, man. I still – I want the record to show I'm still not here on Will Levis at all. I'm taking Richardson 100 times out of 100 over Levis, but I think we will see him go in the top four picks, no doubt. I agree. So that puts me on the clock with Indianapolis, and we just got screwed. Yeah, we just uh, we, we just sniped you. Yeah, Tennessee, our division rival, just sniped us with a big trade with Arizona. There's one quarterback left that I think makes sense at this point of the draft. Do the Colts like him enough to make the pick, or do they take their pick of the rest of the draft, as we've had three quarterbacks go with the first three picks? At this point, I think the Colts are all in on a quarterback. They've basically said they're all in on a quarterback this year, Uh, and Anthony Richardson is the sort of piece that you take at this point in the draft and you develop him, and you see where you where he takes you because he he's an elite talent, uh, tra- elite traits at the quarterback position. Can he grow into that and become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? I think if you're Indianapolis, you roll the dice and you take him at number four. And the Shane Steichen thing, right? That that's so, a big piece of this. Yep, good point. So I, I'll to elaborate. It's they they. He basically, I mean, he was offense coordinator for the Eagles. He designed the Jalen Hurts offense, and if he brings an iota that to Indianapolis and they have Anthony Richardson, you could see something crazy. And they have a bridge quarterback in Gardner Minshew. That'll be fun for a half season to a season until Richardson is ready to roll. Yep. So this is an interesting scenario, Colin. Four picks, yeah. four quarterbacks. I mean, 
I, this is our predictive mock. This is what we think is going to happen in three days, yes. but it is kind of crazy when you see it on the, on the screen like this. It is. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just thinking that I'm like, well, okay. So we're here in smoke that the Texans aren't going to take quarterback. And then if nobody trades up to three, that won't be a quarterback. And then this whole mock is right. You know, scratched, but I, I could see it playing out like this, but this is what's going to happen. So it, of course, let's, let's keep it rolling. Let's do it. Uh, you're on the clock with Seattle who just, uh, there's been reports that they were interested in a quarterback in this class. Well, there really aren't any left for them. So what are they oh, going to do? No, I have to take Will Anderson <laughs> oh, at five. Oh, now the... hold on a second <laughs> before we lock in will here, you put any stake into this Tyree Wilson business that Tyree Wilson's going to be the first defensive player off the, in the draft. Listen, I don't understand it. I could tell you that straight up. Like after watching both of these guys, uh, you can view Will Anderson as a finished product and Tyree as a guy with a high ceiling, but Will Anderson is like so much better than Tyree Wilson. And I don't think that he's tapped his full potential. It'd be silly to think that he has. So I, I really have no idea what's going on there. I think this happened with Jermaine Johnson last year where Jermaine Johnson was like, yeah, he might go top 10. And then he ended up going like 25 to the jets or something like that, which is reasonable. But I, I mean, I think Tyree will go higher than that, but I think this is a similar case where he's getting this hype and then he might end up falling because you, you get a little, uh, you know, trigger shy when you get on the board and it's like, Oh, now I have to put my money where my mouth is and take Tyree Wilson. Yeah. The, the only thing that gives me pause is it's a very Seattle thing to do to take a, a very traits based defender, maybe over some players that others might say that you shouldn't pass on. But, uh, I, I'm not going to argue with you. If you want to slam Will Anderson here, I, I'm all aboard. Absolutely. Taking Will. All right. I I, so, I see you trying to talk me out of it so you can get no, it. No. <laughs> just, we're just trying to go 31 for 31 here. That's yeah, all I'm you're saying. Right. Seattle you're does right. some weird stuff on draft day. They'll um, probably trade down. <laughs> right. Uh, Detroit, number six. Another very interesting position in the draft, especially in this scenario. With the four quarterbacks gone, Will Anderson goes, but we still have Tyree Wilson on the on the board. We still have Jalen Carter on the board, and we still have some cornerbacks on the board, which is you know arguably need number one for them. Um, after they you know they deal Jeff Akuda, it was already a need. Well, now you know it, it kind of seems like the pieces might have been in play for them. The question is, Colin, do they value a cornerback at six? Or are they looking to grab one in a deep class at 18? I don't think they're taking Jalen Carter. I don't think he fits with what they're trying to do there. I think he's not the sort of player they want in the locker room there. That's completely speculation on my part. So for me, it comes down to Tyree Wilson or a cornerback. And I'm leaning corner. And I'm leaning – oh, man, this is tough. This okay, is tough. Let, let, while, while you think, let me jump in real quick. 
Sure. Come on in. So, all right. Jalen Carter is uh, is this interesting case where he has gotten some of the worst press in this draft cycle, which is, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And I, you know, not going to get into everything that that is going on there. But is are the Lions, you say, like, they aren't going to want that. That's not part of the culture they're building. Or are they at a point where it's like we he'll come and like acclimate into our culture, you know, like, can we help Jalen Carter? And then the personality isn't an issue and we just get the talent and he becomes a Detroit lion. Like the brand supersedes all. If it's me, I'm taking Jalen Carter right now. And I have no reservations, but based on what I've heard, AKA what I've read from people who are connected to this, right? It doesn't seem like they're in on Carter. Okay. So I'm going to believe that. And I think I'm going to pick Devon Witherspoon, Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. I see. I do. I call him Devon (laughs) and then I called a chain Devin. Devin. Devin, Devin Witherspoon is my pick here. I think it's, you know, it, take your pick on these top two corners between him and Christian Gonzalez. Uh, I think Witherspoon uh, makes a lot of sense here, and I'm going to lock him in at six. I like it. It's a good pick. Here I'm at seven with the Raiders. And you know who would be a very Raiders pick? Is <laughs> Jalen Carter. Yep. Uh, but I also see them playing it safe because of, I mean, you name it, the countless different PR disasters that they've had in the last like half decade even. So as much as, and I want to take Jalen Carter here, just like you would want to take Jalen Carter with the Lions because I think he has the most talent on the board. But the Raiders do have a ton of needs, and they can get anyone in this class that they want that's obviously not a quarterback, and then only two other players are off the board. So Will Anderson, Devin Willerspoon are off the board. They got the pick of any offensive lineman that they want. They can get Tyree Wilson and add to that edge group with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Uh, I mean, man. DB, they need two. They go Christian Gonzalez. So, what am I gonna do with the Raiders? This is a really hard mock draft. This is really hard. This is like the toughest top ten I think I can remember. Yeah, like three days out from the draft. There's nobody that's like, yeah, this is a lock. Okay. So you know I. They, they have Jimmy. They have Josh Jacobs. They need hogs. I'm going to take an offensive lineman. I'm going to take a tackle. Which tackle? That's a good question. But my tackle one is Paris Johnson. So I'm going to go Paris Johnson at seven. It's been a lot of conversation about Paris Johnson this week, specifically about how he 
may go higher than anybody is prepared for, meaning he might go at three to Arizona. So I'm in. I think in the in a class like this, where the where the talent is a bit questionable and the board really opens up already at this point, I think you're going to see teams default to get offensive linemen, get bigger up front, and move on. And I think this is a good pick for Vegas. I agree. Number eight, moment of truth. Are Am I going to do it? Are you going to do it? I don't think you Am are. Am I going to do it? I don't think you have the balls. Obviously, I'm talking about taking Bajan Robinson. Um, I don't think they're going to do it. I think there's I an want, easy pick here. I think you're right. And I think that's – in this scenario, I think it makes it even easier to pass on Bajan. Yeah. I'm going to take Tyree Wilson – Yep. This team, Atlanta, has been desperate for pass rush help for many, many, many years. Many draft class classes have come and gone where we sit and say Atlanta needs to take an edge rusher. Well, here's one that might go number two overall, and he's on the board at eight. So I'm taking Tyree Wilson. All right, I think I think I have another easy pick for for myself here. I think you do too. I think we talk about – I talked about the brand superseding all with the Lions. I think the brand supersedes with Jalen Carter and the Bears. I I would like to go O-line here because they do need O-line. But, I mean, you can't let Jalen Carter get by when your pass rush is as awful as the Bears' pass rush was last year. So – yeah, I think Jalen Carter is a is a slam dunk there. They trade down from number one. They get arguably the number one player in the draft at number nine. Yeah, that is some great work by Ryan Poles. If that is in fact what happens, can't complain. It's a cornerstone on both sides of your field, both sides of the team, right there too. If Jalen yes. Carter works out. Yep, exactly. Philadelphia. A lot of people. You know, speculated throughout the process here, taking Bijan. I, I th- sorry, Bijan. I think we know that they're not going to do that. Enough people have said. Daniel Jeremiah himself said, "I worked in the building. They're not taking him. Shut up." So I'm not going to take Bijan. And I think at this point, there's a lot of directions they could go. I mean, Christian Gonzalez is still on the board. You bring back James Bradbury, you bring back Darius Slay, but does that deter you from adding one of the top pieces in the class at a position of need? Probably not. There's also Nolan Smith, who might be a Hassan Reddick clone. They have Hassan Reddick in the building already. Do they add to that? Skaronsky's on the board. Do they add up front, tackle? I mean, I think there's a lot of ways that Philly could go here. The way that this mock draft fell they don't have a need is the thing. Yeah. So like, there's just so like there's, there's areas that they could use help, but there's nowhere that's like, Oh yeah, I could fill and plug in a day one starter here. Yep. I, in that case, you saying that confirms what I was thinking, which is I'm going to take Christian Gonzalez. I think you could argue at this point of the draft that he's BPA they brought those guys back, but they're older corners. 
Christian will slot right in, and I think you're adding a premier piece with a you know in a draft slot that you weren't necessarily expecting to be in. It'd be Super Bowl team picking top ten. Add add good football players. Christian Gonzalez. Okay, so we're down to eleven. And that means that the Cardinals are on the clock after trading down with Tennessee. And I, I think you have to go O-line here if you're uh, Arizona. And in this situation, only Paris Johnson has come off the board. So you have your pick of the litter. And I think there's still three or four first-round tackles left with Skaronski, Broderick Jones, Darnell Wright, and Dewan Jones. It's just which would they like most? Oh, man. Okay. I feel like uh, – but for me, it's between Skaronski and Darnell Wright. And the Skaronski is has been getting some bad press because he's got shorter arms – and you might have to kick him into guard if he can't hold his own at tackle. Uh, Darnell Wright is a mainly a right tackle who can play left tackle, and right tackles aren't as valuable as left tackles. So I guess I'm I'm in a little bit of a, a pickle here. What are you thinking? I think it's Skaronsky. Yeah. I think you're talking, you know, you make this move down from three. And I agree. There's, you know, there's arguments to be made for some of these other tackles. But I think with a guy like Skaronsky, you're talking about one of the best players in the draft. Whether he's a guard or whether he's a tackle, Arizona needs him. So that's fair. Add the, add this guy up front. Let him let him be versatile. Let him let him play where he's needed and protect Kyler. Yeah. And I mean... Even if he has short arms, he's one of the best pass blockers in the class, period. So, let's let's go Peter Skaronsky at 11. Boom. Great trade for Arizona. Absolutely. The Texans, I had them taking C.J. Shroud at number two. And if they wanted an edge rusher at number two, it's okay because there's still edge rushers on the board here. And guys that I think are worthy of this selection. I mean, there's other names here. I mean, you could talk about receiver. I just don't think they're going to do it. I'm looking at the board. I feel like it's got to be, man. So you're not going to... I can't talk you into taking Jackson here, so I don't have to think about it at Do you want to talk me into taking Jackson? You think they're going to take Jackson? I think Pair him with Stroud. I think if they take Stroud, there's definitely a chance. Yeah, like you, it wouldn't be insane to say like we need to build our offense. And I understand that they got a defensive head coach, so maybe it's not as likely. But man, it'd be you know that we talked about the college connections. We talked about the you know on the this or or the the flavors it takes episode that this this could make a lot of sense here just just get the offense here and then you probably have a higher pick next year quarterbacks can go off the board early and then you can get defense next year just something to think about i agree 
<laughs> I think it's very enticing. Here's why I'm going to pass. Because you have a very, you have a high second, and I think there's value to be had at receiver at that point in the draft. I, I agree. I think Jackson is you know head and shoulders above the rest of this class. I do. But I think with the board looking like this, I think you take Nolan Smith here. I think you take a player that is, you know, an athletic freak that is surging right now. We're expecting this player to be drafted anywhere from eight to about this range. And I think he bottoms out here with Houston. They get a premier athlete as a, you know, as a linebacker, edge rusher, uh, and hope that he's a defensive cornerstone to pair with CJ on offense. I respect it. See, now you put me in a spot that I know I put you in a spot, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well here we could talk about it now. So this isn't the jets on the clock. It's not the Packers on the clock because a little trade happened today. Colin. It did. The, there was a trade that happened and, uh, it was a Brian Gutenkunst masterclass masterclass right there wizard yeah brian the wizard uh i mean you want to go over the terms or you want me to run it through just run yeah i mean you got them pulled up i i'm pulling them up right now so it was yeah i well i think it it was 13 and 15 swap yep and then the jets also got a sixth got a fifth okay here we go okay all right, so uh, the Jets get Rodgers, they get 15, and they get our fifth this year, the Packers' fifth. Uh, the Packers get 13, which is on the clock now. They get 42, which is the second rounder, and then they get a sixth rounder this year as well. And then there is a conditional 2024 second round pick, that can become a first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of snaps for the Jets next season. So, that's sounding like a 13-15 and pick swap, and then 42, a sixth, and then probably a first, a 24 first, for Aaron Rodgers, 15, and a fifth. Not bad, man. Not bad at all. Not bad. I mean, not good bad for, the Jets. for a team with no leverage. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, good for the Jets for getting their guy. You know that we their quarterback away. You got to make this move. It was it was going to happen. And yeah, I mean, big price, big time price for a player that might, you know, only be there one season. We'll see, but. Uh, for our purposes today, that puts the Packers on the clock at 13. You know what I want to do. <laughs> I know what you want to do, but you get inside Brian's I gotta, mind. Right I got to become that's, Brian. That's not an easy thing I, to do. I'm covered in champagne. That's, <laughs> okay. Okay, so I, obviously I want to take Jackson. Right. Uh, do I, I want think- you to take Bajan. But uh, that would be nice too. Do I think they'll take Jackson? I don't because they hate my happiness. Uh, I, my next pick is Darnell Wright because Darnell Wright is a versatile offensive lineman. 
and Goody has a fetish for versatile offensive linemen. So, but okay, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about Jackson here because I think that I think that they're. I, I shouldn't talk myself into it, but I'm gonna try to right now. Jordan Love is not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Brian Gutenkunst's career is now attached to the performance of Jordan Love and the future of Jordan Love because he traded up and took him and then traded away Aaron Rodgers. He has to, like, there is a lot riding on the success of Jordan Love and you jump a team that needs wide receiver at 14 in the Patriots and you are in the position to take the number one receiver in the class for like the first time since we took Rashawn Gary. So like there's a world where Goody's like, I need to make sure Jordan Love doesn't fail. And a way to do that is to get him a number one target. And that's me talking myself into Jackson. And I still am not convinced. That hurts. Okay, and then Dave Bakhtiari is talking about retiring and getting traded or not being on the Packers anymore. And so we're going to need a tackle. And that's where Darnell Wright comes into play. What about Broderick Jones? Okay, uh, I like Broderick Jones less than I like uh Darnell Wright, I guess that's where I've landed. And uh, the the versatility is what draws me to Darnell Wright and makes a connection between Goody and Darnell Wright. So I, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess it is Georgia, you know, to keep the <laughs> pipeline going. <laughs> it's, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just know that in many cases, Broderick is going as a third tackle off the board. And I think this move, specifically, the jump from 15 to 13, while it seems insignificant, maybe, I think it is very significant because you move to 13 where you're expecting an offensive tackle to go and – Maybe you're jumping New England for a pass rusher, but I, I think this move signals tackle. And I think it means that they're going to pick a tackle that has been getting some top 15 love. And I I just haven't seen that with Darnell Wright. Mm. I will say also, Miles Murphy... That's a Goody pass rusher, 100%. I can't. I won't do it. I know you won't do it. I'm just saying I think it's in play. Lucas Van Ness is. I think Lucas Van Ness is in play as well. I think, though, for me personally, Broderick Jones, Lucas Van Ness, Miles Murphy. Those would be the three players I think are available here. If you want to pound the table for your guy. If, if you want if i'm if i'm going to go rogue it's not going to be for darnell right it's going to be for jackson <laughs> oh god 
Okay, let's not talk about the Packers for 20 minutes. And let's make a pick, Colin. Let's take Jordan Addis. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, should I just play Eeny Meeny? Sure, I'm sure that's what they're going to do. I'll take Darnell Wright. I took him. I selected him. All right. Let the record show. I'm picking Broderick Jones. And when on draft night, when it's Lucas Van Ness, this won't matter at all. I, uh, New England at 14. I, I'm getting dangerously close to pulling my it. threshold. Yeah, well, he'll go soon. He's not going at 15. And he, you know, you, <laughs> I know he's going to go at 16. <laughs> yeah. He's there. Yeah. Well, but, you have picked 16, so. Uh, okay, for Bajan's sake, I really hope he doesn't go to New England at 14, and I don't think he's going to. For Ramondre's sake, too, that would suck. Well, right. I mean, so, I feel like someone's getting displaced by Bajan in one way or another. Oh, absolutely. It's, but, yeah, I I mean, it's not unprecedented. This is the team that took Sony Michelle in the first round of the NFL draft not that long ago. I think pass rushers are available here that in all reality maybe won't be there in the when it comes to Thursday night. But in this scenario, I feel like you go Lucas Van Ness. I think he fits the type. He's a versatile player. He can line up across the scheme. And I think he is a top 10 player in a lot of people's eyes in this class, not mine. But Not mine. <laughs> I think that's where that's the world that we live in. And so getting him at 14, I think, is good value for New England. And so I'm going to take Van Ness. All right. Oh, now I'm the Jets. I have Aaron Rodgers. I'm uh, at pick 15. And I need an offensive lineman because uh, my my tackles are either old or have uh, have you ever seen you've seen the the video of like the the meat like falling off the bone <laughs> they, they, like, they like they like shake the bone yes. and then the meat just yes. falls right off of it that's yes. Makai Becton's knees <laughs> so we're at the point where we're gonna need a tackle. Um, and Broderick Jones is here. This is a dream scenario for the Jets. Okay, I think you're just a lot higher on Broderick Jones than I am. I, I'm my rankings. You're divorcing. Are not factored in. I don't know. I'm this saying, seems personal. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go look at anybody's mock. Go look at anybody's rankings. I think it's pretty clear cut. Not my rankings. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Man. Okay, okay. So, so hear me out real quick. Sure. We get one or two years of Aaron Rodgers. Right. And Aaron Rodgers comes to town. and He says, "Joe, I want a wide receiver. I've never gotten it in the first round." 
Joe Douglas says, we'll Joe Douglas that, is Aaron. like, I appreciate the input. I'm taking Broderick Jones. And he goes at 15. <laughs> there it is. But oh, is, is there a scenario where Rodgers just starts trying to call the shots? I think there is. I mean, that, it's already happening. That's I, fair. They do have already signed Alan, Alan Lazard. Lazard. I mean, come on. It's He wants Odell, who he didn't get. He wants D-Hop, probably. There is mustard on the line with this There's, pick. Yeah, there is. A four-pack of mustard. A four-pack of Bajan Mustardson is on the line if I do not take Bajan here. And this is the perfect spot to take him. I understand now why this is so hard for people to put Bajan into this class. Are you, are you considering not taking him? This team's got a lot of needs, man. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, I guess, but that's why you take best player available. I can, in good conscience, not take him. I have I have pounded this table so hard, saying that every mock draft where Bajan is falling out of the top half of the first is fraudulent. If and I don't take it here, <laughs> I have I have counterfeited our entire mock draft. So I'm taking Bajan Robinson and – let the record show. I think it's a realistic scenario. You've been saying it for a long, long time. I think when you're Washington, you have Antonio Gibson, you have Brian Robinson. Neither of those players is this player. So you roll with Sam Howell for a year and you bring in Bajan. Okay. So now I am the Steelers at 17. And... They need offensive line help pretty badly. All of the top tackles, I think, are gone, except for uh, Dewan Jones, uh, maybe Anton Harrison, who I don't love, but uh, is higher on the, you know, the experts' boards. Hmm. And obviously they need people in the defensive backfield. I wouldn't hate Deontay Banks here but I feel like it's a little high. Um, Joey Porter Jr. is a popular mock here because it's the Steelers. It's a legacy pick, and he's a good ball player. It all kind of lines up. Um, shoot. I kind of just want to take Joey Porter. It makes sense. It makes His arms are like the longest arms I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm taking Joey Porter. He can scratch his ankle standing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Okay. Detroit. Oh, they're back. They're back. So I took Devin Witherspoon at six. I was considering edge rusher at that point. It's not a glaring need for them, but I think the way that the board fell – it might – I mean, I like Miles Murphy. I don't know what the NFL thinks about him anymore. I really don't. It's all over the place right now with his value, it seems like. The Lions. Who's a Lions Some people take player. receiver here. I don't see that. I don't see why you'd take receiver here. I could see it. You think? I definitely not, could. Well, certainly not Jackson. No, not Why Jackson. Would you, yeah, I mean, that, but then at that point, it's like, well, you're not really. So do you entertain a trade down to somebody that wants to get 
I mean, Jackson's fallen to 18 now. And I'm if, all ears. I'm uh, all well, ears on a trade. Okay, so if I am the Vikings, let's say, and I don't have a wide receiver too. Hold on a second. I'm holding on. I just thought of, you said Minnesota, and I just thought of something. Next pick, Tampa Bay, 19. Is there any situation where Hendon Hooker is that play at 19 and Minnesota says we're going to jump to 18 in this class and we're going to take Hendon Hooker in the top 20 of this NFL draft? Uh, as the representative of the Vikings at 23, I am not interested in that. Okay. Because <laughs> Hendon Hooker and Kirk Cousins are the same age. So... <laughs> we, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of hand and hooker stuff this week, man. I hate it. I don't understand. He's not a first rounder, man. Maybe he's just a maybe he's just a good guy. And everybody's a good guy. Everybody's just like seems like he is. He's gonna be a first rounder, just you know, so he can have that. I mean, if Will Levis went three. Why can't Hendon Hooker go 18? That's This is the world that we live in, I guess. That's fair. I mean, the people talk about Hendon Hooker's age, people being like me. I talk about <laughs> Hendon Hooker's age quite a bit. And Will Levis is going to be 24 when the season starts. Yep. So uh, he's old as hell, too. And never mind. I won't get into Will Levis' discourse at 18. We put that behind us. Yeah. Long behind us. So... Uh, I'd like to trade up as the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Um, I'll offer you 23, and you can give me 18. <laughs> uh, yeah, deal. <laughs> deal. Uh, let's let's look at what we got here. Um, I don't know how trade works. Uh, I mean, I'll probably have to give you 87. And I probably got to give you 119, too. How do you feel about that? I'll give you those three picks. And then Minnesota has no picks. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would accept that if I'm Detroit. Okay. You want to call it into the league office? Let's call it in. All right. Okay. Minnesota is making the jump, and you're picking for them. So we're going to find out who you're jumping for. Well, I'm jumping for Jackson. Jumping for Jackson. That's right. There's the slogan. Put he's, it on a t-shirt. He's fallen too far, number one. And number two, you're securing one of the best passing offenses in football with a yeah. trio of Justin Jefferson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and TJ Hawkinson. And then KJ Osborne as well is now your fourth target, which feels a lot better than having him be like two and a half. So... I'm let's in. get let's get Jackson, and then you'll pick for the Lions at twenty three. Yep. Okay. So you're up again then with right. Tampa. Hand right. Hooker, right? Lock it in. Uh, no. This is my Michael Mayer spot. Okay. It's been your spot for a while. Yeah. This is this and Bijan at sixteen have been my two, where I'm like, it just feels right. I so mean, not Kincaid. Not Kincaid. So I think, okay. uh, I think the NFL will be a little 
more receptive to Mayer being the tight end one just because he's a more complete tight end. He's a more polished tight end. He's a better blocker. So I think Mayer is the tight end one in the NFL's eyes, and I think Tampa at 19 is a good spot. All right. Michael Mayer at 19. Seattle might have been a Jackson landing spot had Minnesota not made the move, so good trade for them. We picked, let's see, number five. Oh, man, they got Will Anderson at five. Whew. So they were, I mean, they're, is, they're still celebrating. Yeah. But they got to make another pick here. Um, Man, I mean, I think wide receivers is still in play. Let's see, who's falling right now? Honestly, I don't like the way the board fell for Seattle here. I feel like we were very close to getting Jackson. I don't love any of the other receivers here, but I also don't really think the values lining up. I mean, you're talking like BPA of Miles Murphy, Dalton Kincaid, maybe Brian Branch. It just doesn't seem like the NFL's that in on him at, in the at top 20 pick. Especially when you get Julian Love in free agency. Right. And I you mean, still yeah, have Jamal Adams. It's not like Adams. there's any shortage of, yeah. So you have a box safety. You have a slot guy. Like, I don't think you go branch. And you're just missing Kalaja Kansi because they run a 3-4. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm taking Zay Flowers. I, that's a great pick. Yeah, I, I think that's that might be BPA here. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the range. I mean, Jackson just went. We have teams in front of us that are going wide receiver or at least going to be interested in one. I think, yeah, you, you take a playmaker. I mean, slot him in next to DK, you, you know, lock it. There's already lock it comparisons for every single wide receiver in this draft, so why not just bring Zay in? All right. So I I just got sniped. You just got sniped, man. We've yeah. been saying it for a long time. Zay Flowers to L.A. That's the pick. It's true. and But there are options here. I think you need to add speed to this offense. I think there's no excuse to not do that. And luckily, I still have Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnson on the board. So there's no shortage of a deep threat. Uh, hold on. Okay. Let me, let me throw something your way. Sure. Sure. What do you think about Jameer Gibbs in this spot? Okay. So he is just Austin Eckler then. Right. He is the new Austin Eckler. The role is defined. We've seen it work. They need to add speed. You just said that. Well, maybe it doesn't come as a receiver. And what we've heard this week is that teams really, really like Gibbs. Yeah. It's it's not a joke. He's got legitimate first-round buzz. Does that mean 21 overall? Okay. That's a great question. I don't – I just can't see that happening. Like, I, I feel like if you don't value your running back enough to give him an extension that he feels like he's worth, it's tough to say I'm going to take a running back that has the same limitations in the first round. It was f- four free years. That's true. Option. 
it's true. But it's also, I mean, it's a, it's a decent amount of money to allocate to a running back, especially when it you is. have Eckler, who is a success story as a late round pick. But they have been looking for Eckler's running mate for a long time, and now they're running out of time on Eckler. No, I think you got to – I think I got to go receiver. I got to go receiver here, and it's between Addison and Johnston. Uh, I I feel like Johnson makes sense here just because they they need juice in the offense, and I think Johnson provides a different level of – playmaking i guess is is the best way to say it like with the ball in his hands and then as a a deep threat and it's it's weird it's weird to call i don't like calling johnson a deep threat but he is and i'm gonna go quentin johnson okay and i don't feel great about it yeah i mean that's i'm sitting here thinking like i mean maybe johnson won't even go in this mock but i think we're talking about a situation where you have some wide receiver needy teams in this range. And I mean, starts at, at uh, 18 Seattle goes receiver. Suddenly there's, you're running out of receivers. Yeah. So I get it. I just want to mention number the pick 21 was originally would have originally belonged to Miami. Right. And they'd be taking Jameer Gibbs and they, yeah. And they, they, Fucked up. They, is what they, they, did. they got in bed with Tom Brady and it didn't work out. Yep. That's well, so it's, they're not the only ones. It's true. Number 22, Baltimore Ravens. This is another team that could take receiver, but in this scenario, I'm running the card up for one player, and that's Deontay Banks. It's a dream scenario for the Ravens. You have a corner falling into your spot, and yeah, I'm yeah. an easy one. It's really nice. They need DBs. I feel like why do their DBs get hurt so much? I know you don't have the answer. I just <laughs> well, let me tell you. Actually, uh, um, I'm up again. You are. This is Detroit. So this is a dream scenario for Detroit. Honestly, I'm just gonna say. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. We trade down from 18, and we get a player that I think they would have considered at 18, and that's Kalija Kansi. Okay. I think this is the this is the Cansey spot. I think you add Witherspoon in the secondary. You add Cansey up front. Pair him with you know your edge rushers there. You got a real nice pass pass rush developing. Uh, so yeah, easy one for me. I like it. And then you're up again. I'm. Oh my God! I got a back to back to back back to back to back because you traded down. The Jags. Yes. Now here's a team. This is an interesting one. This is fun. This is fun. And honestly, I think BPA, there's a BPA pick that's kind of screaming at me right now. And I feel like it makes sense. And I feel like I'm going to do it. Oh, man. Brian Branch would be not bad in this spot as well. I'm thinking Miles Murphy. Okay. I see. That's what I was thinking, too. I think the, I think he's falling and I think you pair your freak edge raw pass rusher that you pick first overall with the same damn thing, but at 24 this year. 
because you're not I mean Josh Allen's there but like Chase on that's a failed pick I mean bring in some just bring in some more talent there I, think I agree late in the first this is this is where you throw your darts at edge where where the guys start falling and it's like well I mean you gotta you gotta give him a shot but what but Brian Branch man I mean Brian Branch like, would be nice Miles Murphy's kind of like BPA like luxury pick Brian Branch is like filling a need with a similar value in terms of what the board looks like I feel like I kind of want to go branch. I mean, I, I yeah, I get it. Like, you got Andre Cisco there as like your, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you just you just got guys there, right? Right. Now. It's just bodies. You don't have a dude. I'm going Brian Branch. I like it. I'm going Brian Branch. Brian Branch, pick twenty-four. We're getting down to it here. We are. We're we're final stretch. The Giants. I am the Giants. And I, I have for you. I have a lot of needs. I do. Uh, Daniel Jones is a quarterback. We traded for Darren Waller. But our best wide receiver is Isaiah Hodgins. And that does not make me feel good. But I can't take Jordan Addison. Because I have 100 guys in my slot room. And I don't know if I want Jordan Addison playing Z. We talked about that last week in the big board. There's a guy that I want to take that I've been mocking to him for like a week. And that's Cedric Tillman. Oh, and Bobby, get, you're I, speaking my language <laughs> with the Cedric Tillman first rounder. And I don't know if he's going to go. I'd like, I'd, I don't expect him to go first round, but. In a class like this where there is not X receivers to find X receivers, there's a chance. But I just don't see it. I just don't Jaylen see it. Jalen Hyatt, is he is he in consideration? He is. He is in consideration. But, again, he just – I feel like they have a mold of guy here, and they have a 100 of them. And I don't want, like – another person to be crowding up that room and that's addison that's downs that's tank dell that's jalen hyatt that's marvin mims i mean all these guys are like they're all different players obviously but they all kind of fill a similar role and the only one that doesn't is cedric tillman but i do i think they're gonna wait on receiver is is kind of how i feel and that brings me to BPA. That brings me to either defense or offensive line. Uh, people are saying that Anton Harrison's going to go first round. I don't think they need, like, need, need tackle, but it doesn't hurt to have more tackles. Uh, this is a – Dewan Jones is still here as well who I like and is the size of a semi-truck. Miles Murphy? Miles, yeah. Is, I this mean, the sli- that, is this the end of the slide? Yeah, I think that's I mean, the BPA pick and put him across from Kayvon and you have like a yin and yang kind of 
freak activity going on there. You know, they have Ojolari. I mean, it's I don't I know, know if it's if it's uh Man, we're there's been some tough spots here at the uh as you get into this one. And I think it's just cuz the board is just And then could, you, I mean, it could be wide open at this point. Okay, so something that I heard that I was surprised by but not like super super surprised is Drew Sanders is getting some round one and I don't hate it in this spot. If you pick linebacker here, I would not I would not hate that at all. Cuz they not only need an off-ball linebacker in the worst way, and Drew Sanders can play off-ball, but Drew Sanders is also a versatile defensive player. I think I'm just going to do it. Do I'm it. just going to take Drew Sanders. I, I love it. him. The Giants need him. Let's make it happen. All right. Drew Sanders. Cowboys, two players. Dalton Kincaid or Miles Murphy. That's what this is for me. Their BPA, their needs. I mean, I feel like it's Kincaid, though. I feel like they go Kincaid here. I mean, you let Dalton Schultz go. Welcome Dalton Kincaid. Step right in. Help this offense. I think that's where they want to go with their pick this year. Help the offense, help Dak. I'm going Kincaid. 100% agree. I think Dak loves his tight end. And I think that showed with Dalton Schultz, who's, I don't know if he's even good at football. Like he's, you know, but. Seems like he is. But it's, not. We won't, we'll never know because now he's on Houston. <laughs> So we we'll, we could watch Dalton Kincaid walk into that role and do the same, the, pretty much the same thing. Bills are on the clock at twenty seven, and I want to take Jameer Gibbs or <laughs> Zach Charbonnet, <laughs> but I don't think they will. Uh, they need DB pretty bad. They need. Uh, I I just kind of want to take Emmanuel Forbes. You don't like Emmanuel Forbes? I mean, I I just I don't think he's going in the first round. Can the NFL talk themselves into a 165-pound cornerback in the first round? I see. I agree. Um, Man, I don't know. Maybe Anton or maybe maybe this is the DeWan Jones spot. Because they've had some pretty bad offensive line play. What about guard? What about right. center? Right. So, do we take Osiris Torrance, who's, I think, the best interior offensive lineman in the class, or like John Michael Schmitz, who is the best center in the class, and get a little less value and get a plug-and-play guy that you know for sure is going to fill a need? Guards go, man. I mean, it's, uh, you're you, right. You think you think they won't until you know Houston takes Kenyon Green at twenty or whatever that happened last year. You're not wrong. I'm taking Osiris Torrance. We're going Osiris Torrance Boom. here. Their their guards are not very good. Mitch Morris is still serviceable. Uh, so let's go Osiris Torrance. Let's build that O line. Keep Josh Allen on his feet. 
Hell yeah. Cincinnati, do Bengals. It. Just do it. I can't. You have to. I I want to. I just don't think I can. But what if I did? I think you should. You you raise a great point. <laughs> I you think I should? Why not? I'm taking Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, you are. Why not? I mean, exactly. Mixon's gone. Plug him in. Uh, this offense is, it's it's just crazy. It's insane. Yeah. This is it's, this is going to be an electric offense if you add Jameer Gibbs into here. You you sold me. I'm in. Okay. Now what in the fuck do the Saints do? I mean. Somebody's got to take Miles Murphy. You're right. They, I I think no, there's a they do take Miles Murphy because the problem I always have with the Saints is they they don't take I don't think they've ever taken a undersized lineman in the history of their franchise. And Miles Murphy ain't undersized. So, I think Miles Murphy this is I, this is far enough. I I have been hearing that Murphy is on the edge of the first round bubble. So th- this feels fine. Like it does feel a little low because we've been hearing Murphy's name and we've been talking about Murphy for a long time. But at, as how the value stands today, it feels okay to do this. I mean, he's one of the widest range players in the class, I think. I think you could the like I could have taken him. I mean, whoever had the you could have taken him at thirteen. I could have taken him at twelve. I mean, he could have went anywhere from twelve to sixteen, and you know he could also go here. He could twenty nine. So, Miles Murphy to the Saints Eagles back on the clock thirtieth overall. Tenth we took Christian Gonzalez. Great pick. Fantastic pick. Now. I think I have to do this. I'm thinking Jordan Addison. Okay. Because. Because him and Devontae Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly they don't care. I mean, they need us. They need him in the slot. They, I mean, is Jordan Addison really going to fall out of the first? Maybe. I've I mean, been hearing, uh, hearing reports that he is. Also on the bubble. Yeah, I mean, edge rush potentially here as well. Tack, I mean, Anton Harrison potentially. I mean, oh, so there's you, a lot of players. You also hate Dewan Jones. I don't hate Dewan Jones. I just have, I don't, I've heard nothing to suggest that he will be a first-round player. Gotcha. Sources tell you. Sources tell me. In fact, most Sources tell you he's well into the second round before he's okay. picked. Potentially not even then. Even though he's the size of, of a, a human trash truck. compactor. Yeah. Right. I am taking Jordan Addison here. Okay. I respect the pick. The Chiefs also maybe wanted Addison and just got sniped as well. That's maybe. Uh, the, absolutely. Uh, the, he's on our board. 
Uh, and I also just want to take Zach Charbonnet here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, but I, I want to. <laughs> I, w- I want it to be real. Yeah. I mean, th- this is the this is the team that you're hearing. They might move up for Jameer Gibbs, and we'll you know, That's let's hope happen. we don't get Clyde Edwards-Lair all over again. A little bit of a different situation, but okay. So let's think about uh, what do the Chiefs need? <laughs> like, to be honest, not not a ton. Not a ton. I mean, receiver. Uh, I mean, you can take edge. So I've been thinking about Jalen Hyatt to the Chiefs. Yeah. And the reason it makes sense is because Jalen Hyatt runs like three routes. And I don't think you need to run any more than three routes on the Chiefs, and you'll be fine. And all you got to do is like run fast, and Mahomes will find you. But the problem is, what is mvs therefore if jalen hyatt's here so that's why i don't want to take hyatt i think that they would like to go edge and i know the will mcdonald hive has come and gone but i think he could be a fringe first rounder so i'm gonna take will mcdonald the fourth at iowa state boom that's that 31 Picks down, thanks Miami. Yeah, uh, <laughs> man, uh, assholes. Th- this draft really is insane. Like going through this, I this is an insane draft. I For, in I terms have of no entertainment, idea. I have no idea what's going to happen at any pick. I feel like we were already like floundering at, by like seven. Six, the, seven. The only picks that felt good to me were like eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like we got Tyree Wilson to the Falcons, Jalen Carter to the Bears, Christian Gonzalez to the Eagles, and those are the only picks that I was. Oh, Will Anderson to the Seahawks, and those were the only ones where I was like, "Yeah, this is an easy pick." Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You normally think you have a pretty good idea, even if you're not super sure, and it never goes that way, and there's always at least five or six, like, what the hell is that pick? I feel like we did that in this mock. I feel like there's at least a handful of picks that you haven't heard about. You probably sit there and think to yourself, that's not going to happen, and then it's going to happen because that's how it works. I really like the Minnesota trade up to 18 to take Jackson. If he, fall, if he starts falling, the only problem that I have with it is that it's Detroit. And, like, the division rival right. thing is, like, is that possible? And right. maybe they have to go to the Steelers to get to 17 if that fall starts to happen with the receivers. But I would really like to see Minnesota trade up and go receiver before the run starts. Yeah, and I could see a scenario as well. We didn't really explore it here, but teams later in the first round looking to move down. Yeah, uh, maybe teams in the at the top of the second trying to jump up. I mean, I think it's just that kind of class, and I think you're you're going to see a lot of trades in this one. I mean, we had a few, um, but I think you could see even more. So, um, I agree. 
Yeah. I mean, holy crap, man. It's, it's, we're three days away, two days away by the time you're hearing this. I mean, it's welcome. Welcome to draft week. Bajan, you are a commander. <laughs> Bajan, you. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, I, it, I can't uh, wait. You, when, you don't realize it until you're in the seat. And then it's like, oh, damn, wait a minute. Bashan is, uh, he's falling here. He's, he's in, he's close to the danger zone. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. And then you're like, well, I have to take him. Like it, yeah. at some point, Bashan is, is one of the top five players in the class and somebody's going right. to have to take him and yeah. bite the bullet. Yep. Or move. Someone's going to move up. I yep. think that's, that's the thing for me where it's like, if he's falling, someone's coming up a hundred percent. So I, I'm I'm liking the look of it honestly. Me too. I think we went think 31 for 31. Yeah, me I agree. Yeah. Good L- job. Let us know. Let us know what you thought of our mock. Uh, mocks great source of uh, turmoil and vitriol. So if you haven't called us any names yet in uh, in the podcast reviews or on a t- on the Twitter handle, now's your moment. Uh, come slander us, in- insult us deeply it's you know colin was already begging for some serious threats against his life last i did i i asked for death threats because that means you're real yeah means you've made it right so hit us with those um and yeah i mean nfl draft thursday night kicks off we will know a lot more about what is coming next for dynasty purposes after this weekend which means, of course, that we will be back next week with a breakdown of what happened, where did the top campers end up, who is rising, who is falling, how have rankings shifted, you know, any, we'll cover all of that. Next week will be the breakdown of the draft, of course. So uh, listen in, uh, follow along with us wherever you get your podcasts, leave a review, leave a like, subscribe, comment, any sort of engagement with the podcast. All of them. All of the above. Uh, follow us the on mock draft when it comes out. And yes. Like, yes. like Austin said, reply, say, why do you have X player going to Y team? I think you should die. I want that. Yes. Yep. It's it's just part of the it's part of the game. It's just part of the game. So do that. Follow us on Twitter at camp underscore dynasty and TikTok at camp dot dynasty. Colin, thanks for hanging out this week, man. Hey, welcome I to draft would week. Rather do nothing else, honestly. Same. I can't wait for Thursday. It honestly can't come fast enough. Agreed. So. Thanks for stopping by Camp Dynasty this week, and we'll see you next week.